0: Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4 6 clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. Today you have an episode with me, a solo episode with your host, Holly Marie. Of course, if this is the first time that you are joining the podcast, welcome 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 a huge welcome to you um this is a an audio playground really (laughs) for manifestors to get free content on you know how to how to be yourself how to be in alignment as a manifestor um to get a sense of solidarity and a sense of support with somebody who understands? Who is going through exactly the same journey and has has journeyed through a lot of that so far? Um, if you are a returning listener to the podcast, thank you so much for coming back. I always enjoy having you on the other side of this audio recording. Today's episode, we're going to take a dive into. I guess into slightly murkier waters, I I mean, I hate to say that, it's not like it's, you know, deep, dark and heavy, but I want to talk to you about the two biggest fears that manifestors experience, because fear is something that we don't speak a whole lot about in human design, um, which I think is unfortunate, because there are a number of the types that really do experience fear quite profoundly. I think that everybody experiences fear and it's a very natural part of the human journey for sure. We're, we're here to learn about fear, we're here to learn about navigating through fear, about taking action through fear, about decision-making through fear, about um, getting to the other side of fear, you know, one journey at a time. And so fear needs to be a conversation that I believe should be, you um, Spoken more about just in general. I think that we should be having more conversations in the spiritual and the self development and self awareness space about fear than we currently are. But human design in particular really gives us this opportunity to look into the different fears that we're going to experience just based on our energy type. Human design shows you so much more than that, it's going to show you fears in a a whole bunch of different key areas of your chart, which I'll reference a little bit as we go through this. But I wanted to focus on, just for the purpose of this podcast and making it really applicable to all manifestors, I want to focus on these two big fears that we experience as the manifestor energy type. And before we go into what those fears are, we need to understand that manifestors are going to experience particular fears based on our role here. Okay, so we're 9% of the population. We know we're unusual. We know we're rare. We know that we are the only energy type that is not here to wait on anyone. We're not here to in any way, shape or form be responsive to people around us. Um, We don't need permission. We don't necessarily need validation of our, our actions or our initiations, although sometimes that feels really good to us, admittedly. But we operate in this bubble. I mean, in human design, it's really referred to as our aura, that we have this closed aura. We do operate energetically in a completely different way to everybody else. So that means that the fears that we experience are going to be very unlike fears that other energy types experience, because fears that other energy types experience are going to be about responsiveness right it's going to be going to be relevant to their role so I wanted to touch on that initially because you might be feeling like the fears that you've got are so unusual they're so different they're so crazy maybe you've never ever met anybody else with these fears maybe you feel like it's just you right that you just kind of have these big fears that you can't seem to get past you can't seem to let go of nobody around you really seems to Um, understand them or be able to give you any guidance or direction forward so I'm hoping that through talking about these two key big fears that we we all feel as manifestors you will have a place of feeling at home here in this podcast episode you'll have that experience of being seen and being recognized and that's a really important part of the beginning of the healing journey so The two fears that we want to talk about today, and I do want to put this caveat on it, these are not the only fears that you're going to experience, okay? You're a human, you're a manifesto, you're going to experience more than two fears in your lifetime. I'm so sorry to tell you, it's going to be a whole lot more than two. Um, And you're, you're also going to experience fears that are unique to you your specific design. In particular, you're gonna wanna look at your splenic center and look at any gates that you've got defined in your splenic center because those are gonna give you a really good indication of the key fears that you're here to journey through. We also um, have our core wound and our inner child wound are both both referenced at particular points in our human design chart. So in terms of unique personal fears, that's where you'd you'd wanna start looking in the human design system. But these two key fears, for manifestors center around kind of opposite ends of the spectrum. Our first biggest fear is that we fear being rejected. Right? Manifestors, uh, although we are bold and we have this big energy and we can make big moves, we deeply desire to be seen. We deeply desire to have safety in our vulnerability. We're exquisitely sensitive you know within our closed aura and so it's almost a dichotomy we almost have this like Jekyll and Hyde personality where we are both you know overt and kind of brazen and we can create these new things and we can we can really our energy speaks big our energy speaks before we do but then on the other side we're sensitive we're worried about being vulnerable, and we really are challenged by that. So rejection, this fear of rejection is a big one. We're gonna go more into that in a moment. And the other key fear that we experience as manifestors is we fear mediocrity. We fear that our power, as much as it is, will amount to nothing. That this, this human experience that we're having right now will be a waste, it will be lost because we've never quite managed to tap into that, that power and that ability that we know that we have. So let's go into that first fear. Let's start looking at, at that fear of rejection, where it comes from, what, what is it about, how do we journey through that? Look, the fear of rejection is it's a primal fear, okay? So I think that every human in the world could attest to the fact that, that at some point in their lives, they have feared rejection this is part of being in a collective, it's, it's part of tribal nature is that as humans we are hardwired to um, connect belonging with safety and survival. So of course we have that element to it, of course we know that we don't want to be completely cast out, we don't want to be rejected, but when this comes to manifestors we take on an additional layer here around rejection. It's not so much about rejection and survivability. It's about rejection of us exposing ourselves in our truest form. Because we are initiators, because we are here to create these things that we have never created before, that more often than not have never been seen before, never been done before, never been known before or We're we're redoing things. We're revamping things. We're adding our energy to it. We're recreating things in this completely new way. That process itself is hugely vulnerable, hugely vulnerable, because essentially what we're doing as manifestors is saying, I'm the only one that feels this urge. I'm the only one that is seeing this vision. And even, even if none of you support me, even if none of you are on board with me, I know... Somehow that this is valuable and this is going to work and this is going to be good for us. So I am going to put myself on the line for this. I'm going to put my time into it. I'm going to put my energy into it. I'm going to put my passion into it. I'm going to put my money into it when that's relevant. Most importantly, I'm going to put a piece of my soul into this. This whole thing that I'm creating is going to be infused with me it's going to be authentically and 100 percent honestly me which pretty much puts us in the position of filling an entire theater full of people right every seat row after row row after row full of people lights go down and then we walk out onto this dark stage and we turn a spotlight directly on to us. We've asked people to pay money to come to this show, to be here in in our energy, in our atmosphere. And suddenly we realize the entire show is based on us. Everyone is looking at you. So if you don't do this well, If you can't communicate this, if you can't put yourself on display in a way that people are going to engage with it and resonate with it and be entertained by it and connect to it, they are going to reject you. They're going to reject you. In some circumstances, Even as manifestors, we're doing something so courageous. We're doing something, you know, following a creative urge so crazy that makes us so so vulnerable that we're essentially on that stage completely naked under that spotlight. And so our rejection, this fear of being rejected is centred around our ability to initiate. And it's going to be something that we fear every single time. It's going to show up irrespective of, of what it is that you're initiating. You're gonna have that fear of being rejected, rejected even if you're just initiating a conversation with somebody. How many times have you you needed to make a phone call to someone to initiate an important conversation and you've been panicking beforehand? You've been stressed, you've had butterflies in your your stomach, you've been tense. Right? How many times, if you are in business before you have put an initiation of yours, something that you've created from your creative urge up for sale? Right? You've you've created a public offer. And that moment when you're about to hit live or you're about to promote it on social media, what is your body doing? What are you feeling in that moment? It's almost this moment of I just want to clench my teeth and cover my eyes and hope to God that people do not reject me for this. We are at our most vulnerable when we are initiating, even though on the outside it looks courageous, it looks creative, it looks empowered, it looks confident, and that's magnetic to people. But for us, it's very, very raw. It's very, very exposing. It's very, very vulnerable. And that is the point at which you are really going to experience the most of this fear of being rejected. It's important that we understand that when we're initiating that A, our role here is to initiate. So we're never going to be able to leave that behind, right? We're never going to be able to put that aside and say, you know what, it's just too scary. I just really fear uh, being rejected. So I'm just not going to initiate. I mean, that's not the life that you came here for. That That is you rejecting yourself and, and suppressing down the most powerful part of yourself. It's going to cause problems if you do that. Instead, we need to find a way of accepting this fear of rejection. We want people to see us. We want people to recognize us. We want people to love us. We want people to adore us. We want people to be intimate with us. We want to be safe around other people. Even though we fear being rejected by them, we still need to initiate and what's important for us to do is when we're initiating and when we feel this fear emerge and bubble its way to the surface, as it will inevitably do, we need to love ourselves through that. We need to nurture ourselves through that. We need to take exquisite care of our tender and sensitive and vulnerable manifesto souls. If you can't do that for yourself, then other people can't do it for you either. So next time you're initiating and you start to feel that fear come to the surface, take a beat and ask yourself, what can I do to nurture myself in this moment? What can I do to love myself through this moment? Okay, moving on to our second biggest fear as manifestors. This is my personal favorite, this fear, because it took me a long time. Long, long, long time to journey through this one. Some days I'm still still back there, journeying through it. The second biggest fear as a manifesto is that fear of mediocrity. We all know that as souls we came here to this lifetime and any other lifetime with a purpose, right? We didn't come here um, meaninglessly. We didn't come here ambiguously. It wasn't like, hey, dude, let's just go and ride a couple of waves of the human life for a while. We came here with an intent. We came here with a focus. And so it's a natural part of the human journey to want to discover that purpose. This is when we talk about life purpose, soul purpose, you know, what am I here for? Um, We all have that deep yearning. What's unique about manifestors is that we came with that sense of purpose, with that mandate carried through from our soul, But we also gave ourselves in this lifetime significant power to make it happen, significant power to make it happen. You chose to come as a manifester, which means that whatever purpose you had to fulfil here, you wanted to fulfil it in the style of the manifester energy. You knew that the manifester energy was going to be one of the big players in getting you fulfilment of that purpose. Otherwise, you would have come as something else. The manifesto energy can't be contained. It also can't be directed at the wrong thing. We can't spend our entire lives trying to use our manifesto selves to perfect being a generator. We can't spend our entire lives using our manifesto energy to, to initiate every idea rather than every creative urge. We're here to initiate based off our creative urges. But what comes with that? is that we are tasked with this responsibility of being the people in the collective that go first. Manifestors go first. We are the ones jumping off the cliff blindfolded while a line of people wait behind us to see that we land safely at the bottom. Then they'll jump off after us. We are literally the leaders of the entire human race in this way. I would argue that every energy type has a position of leadership and and, and equally important ones. But manifestors are the only ones with this leadership position of being the initiators, of being the person that says, hey, hands up, I'm going to do that first. The rest of you are scared of this. The rest of you aren't even seeing this. The rest of you don't understand this. I am going to charge us forward. I can see it. I can sense it. I can envision it. I'm going to go for it. And you can all follow along behind me. This experience of being a human with this manifested energy usually interprets itself and manifests itself within us as this feeling of, well, I came here for big things. I didn't come here for small things. I came here for big things. I came to change the world. I came to impact the world. I came to help people in a big way. I came to leave a legacy. Insert whatever words there feel correct to you. But each of us as manifestors has this deep yearning, this deep sense of connection to and commitment to the notion that we came not to play small but to leave a big footprint. If you didn't want to do that, you would not have come as a manifestor. And I think that like in all things in spirituality and in all things in energetic work and soul purpose work, We need to understand that whenever we have these these big energies, these bright lights, these significant powers, they are always tethered to, on the other side, the antithesis of that. Our biggest power is our ability to naturally change the world. And so, of course, the flip side of that becomes our biggest fear, that what if we get through this entire life and we don't do anything. What if we come and we are so conditioned or we're so broken or we're so wounded or we're so fearful that we never do anything meaningful, that we just spin round and round in circles? We don't even have to fear that we'll be destructive or make a mess. I think for us, it's, it's fearful enough to, to feel like we've just been nothing. We've just been mediocre. You know, we haven't been good or bad. We haven't made an impact in a good way or a bad way. We have just been, we have just existed. And that's not enough for us. I went through easily 10 years of a, a hyper-focus and a hyper-commitment to this because nobody around me understood it. Nobody around me understood why I, I couldn't shape this connection to this idea why I couldn't put this down and step aside and continue to do the nine to five work and show up in the same social circles and do the same thing day in and day out and expect you know a a different experience from it the people that were around me for more than 10 years they didn't want bigger things for their lives They didn't want to leave a legacy. And while they might have been loving enough to at least kind of smile and nod along with me when I was saying, this is what I want, this is what I want, nobody could provide me any guidance on how to actually get there. And so I had this really, really frustrating long journey of feeling like I know that this is true for me, even though I'm not seeing it in anybody else. But I'm also completely helpless to do anything about it because I don't know What impact I'm here to have. I don't know what legacy I'm here to leave. I don't know what what big work I'm here to bring into the world. It's really only been the last five to six years for me that I've developed an understanding of what those things are. And I think that purpose is multifaceted, right? It's very dynamic. There's a lot of key things that I feel like I'm here to do and legacies that I feel like I'm here to leave now. And so I could comfortably say that, yes, now I feel like I am in energetic alignment with that. The work that I do and the way that I spend my time and the life that I live is leaving a legacy. It is leaving a footprint. It is having a big world impact on people. But for a really long time, it didn't feel like that. And I got to the place of feeling like it wasn't even ever going to be possible for me. And that deep, deep fear of living a mediocre life and of wasting this precious life that I was given, at some point seemed so overwhelming that I just wanted to stop. I just wanted to stop searching and stop trying and stop growing. Several times I just tried to mute myself and numb myself down and and squash myself back into the box of normality. To say, nobody else wants this. Why can't you just be like everybody else and live in mediocrity happily? But that is not what manifestors are here for. And it's so profound and so pivotal for us to hear from each other this validation and this permission slip that we say to each other, oh, hey, I feel like I'm here for a big purpose. Do you too? Like, it's okay for us to feel like we're here to do big things because we are. And even if you don't know what that big thing is yet, please don't let your fear of being mediocre overtake that truth that resonates to your core. You are big. You are powerful. You are impacting. You are here for a reason. Manifestors have the ability to change the world with a spoken word. That's how powerful you are. That's how significant you are in this world. Don't ever let go of that. If fear is something that you feel like you are really caught in on your journey, or even if it's something that you've been working on for a while that you just want more support in and you just want more depth in, I so encourage you to check out the conditioning bundle that is currently for sale. This takes you through um, the whole conditioning and deconditioning process within human design, but it also talks about these wounds. It talks about your core wounds, your inner child wound and how we heal these wounds as manifestors. So the conditioning bundle is um, definitely a, a product that I created in service to this community. We struggle so much with conditioning, so much with releasing that conditioning, of healing through the conditioning that we experience as manifestors, of knowing what our wounds are um, both personally and more generally as manifestor energy types and what we actually do with that, how we can turn these things into assets, you know, taking them away from being limitations and bringing them into being an extra and additional source of power for us. And that's exactly what the conditioning bundle is all about so if that speaks to you click the link down in the show notes go and check it out Um, it's going to be an evergreen product it will always be available but i would encourage you not to use that as an excuse to push off (laughs) doing the work into your conditioning and into your fears because it's it's come to you now at this time it's available for you now at this time and that means it's the correct time for you Thank you so much for being here for this episode. I know this was a little bit of a a deeper one, a little bit of a heavier one, um, but I'm really glad that you stayed here and you stuck through this and that you're still listening and and learning. And I hope that this brought insight to you and this brought clarity and reflection to you for wherever you are at in your journey. I cannot wait to speak to you in the next episode. We're going to have so much growth as always between now and then, but until the next episode, keep hunting for purpose thank you so much for listening to this episode of the hunting for purpose podcast i hope that my words my sharing and the spiritual wisdom that came through today's episode have a magnificently transforming impact on your life